What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning! And welcome to the show. And if you're on Clubhouse, also welcome to the show. This is not so much a back and forth kind of dialogue show as it is a podcast kind of show. So, Melanie, I'm going to keep you muted, girlfriend. (laughs) Good morning. Hey, you know what? What's today's episode about? Today is Relationship Thursdays. How to turn your relationship into a relationship or how to turn (laughs) your already great relationship to a thriving relationship. Um, But you guys... The truth is, is that life is all about the human connection. Whatever, whatever it is, like whatever journey it is that you're on, it involves other people. And if there is no other people involved in it, then maybe that, that's the first thing that we need to talk about. The why. Um, you know, with the, with the isolation of the coronavirus, depression rates have risen because people are forced to isolate. And from an evolutionary standpoint, we are social beings. Because when we had, back in the day, when we used to hunt and gather and gather, right? We were hunter-gatherers. There's a reason why we gathered. Because... Baby, they can't see you. <laughs> because I'm, I'm taking off. Yeah. yeah because when you, because when you go hunting, you're better as a unit instead of going by yourself. And then when you got kids to take care of, and also you gotta like pick the nuts and seeds, you can have the auntie or or the neighbor gatherer. What? I'm just not sure where you're going with this. I'm talking about the fact that we've evolved throughout life to be social beings. And for us, the human connection is really important from like a DNA standpoint. Okay. The human connection is, yes. And, and that's why we're having these relationship conversations. Now, some of you are not in a romantic relationship, but you have other relationships. And I think that that's why Sarit was saying that. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who are, I mean, our goal is always to make this apply to you regardless of whether you are single, AKA in a relationship with yourself. If you are in a relationship, if you're married, if you're dating, if it's complicated, Um, we want to bring value to you with this topic, but the topic today is about feeling, especially of the significant other type of feelings. 
Because feelings are one of those things that everybody is entitled to. You cannot debate how somebody else feels because it's how they feel. Mm -hmm. So it's not debatable. It's not like, oh, this is fact or fiction. It's like, I feel this way. And you can't tell somebody that they don't. So um, now we can have either a direct or an indirect impact on somebody's feelings. And that's why this conversation is important. Because when it comes to a relationship, that means there's at least two people. And when there's two people, both people's feelings have to be accounted for and understood and accepted and dealt with in the most respectful, genuine, honest, and kind way. And one thing that I thought about when we were talking about this topic is the fact that whose feelings do you choose first? Do you choose your feelings or do you choose their feelings? And I, and I imagine that it's, you know, case by case and it's situational and it depends on, you know, what's going on. But I remember talking about having this discussion and having this topic and it was based on, Hey, when their feelings are hurt because you're living your best uh, and you're trying to become the best version of you, but their feelings are hurt because of that. What do we do? You have to live the life that makes you the happiest and you, you need to, and you are responsible for being your best self. But when you being your best self, then offends them, hurts their feelings, they don't like it, then what do we do? Hmm. Then what do we do? Do we, uh, cut a bit? What do you do? What do you do? Or do you tolerate it? So, yeah, if you're watching this live on Facebook, please drop it in the comments. But the truth is, is that you guys in life, you get what you tolerate. And we we had this conversation on Monday night with one of our groups. The more you tolerate, the less likely you are to fulfill yourself. The more baggage you're going to carry. The less you tolerate, on the other hand, the more opportunities you give yourself to pursue whatever it is that you're choosing to pursue. Now, the question is, if you're one of those people who have a tendency to carry the baggage, is why are you doing it? So now there's a couple of things to consider. And the first one is, remember this, in life, the only person that you can ultimately control by the end of the day is yourself. And the first issue arises from the fact that so many people, especially women, 
because it's a, I think it's intuitively like a maternal instinct. You could potentially try to control your significant other. But is that fair? So we can't control with any action of ours how somebody might respond. We can't. Your action, regardless of whatever your intention is, positive, negative, could affect somebody who is around you negatively. For example, you going, you going to work out. If your significant other is codependent, they might have an issue with you working out. I've been in that situation. And so did I. Now, if you choose to tolerate that shit, you get what you tolerate. What you resist persists. So the same thing is going to keep on happening. The more, from a spiritual standpoint, the more baggage you're going to start to carry. And with that comes other baggage too. And why is it that so many of you guys who came to our community are like, I used to be so fit until I got into this relationship. And then why? You know, I truly believe that most people in life have good intentions. They want to add value. They want to contribute. They, they want to make a positive impact. But to what extent? Go ahead. Most, most people, what did you just say? Most people want to feel good about themselves. Most people want to add contribution and, yeah. and. Oh yes. Yeah. So most people, most people want to help everybody wants to feel good about themselves. Uh, I'm thinking back to the relationship that I was in when I felt guilty when I would work out. I would work, which I was a personal trainer at the time, so I was already at the gym. I would immediately just do my workout there because I was already there. Uh, but then it was the conversation of, oh, whenever you're off work and you have time to spend with me, you choose to work out or you choose to do this or you choose to do that. And I'm like, that means I don't have time to spend with you <laughs> because this is so important to me that this is a priority and I'm not sorry that I'm going to choose my health, my mental and physical well-being first, because that is the only thing that's going to then positively contribute to this. Because if I don't work out, if I don't take care of me, and I'm being made feel guilty for it, then what happens? You start being resentful. Resentment. Mm. Now, our relationship is a relationship. You've gone into the shitter. <laughs> and you can get out of the shitter. But that's what happens. How many times? Just think to yourself. You don't need to comment or anything. But just think to yourselves how many times you have felt resentful of your significant other or even a friend or a neighbor or somebody else that you have a relationship who made you feel bad for taking care of yourself. Probably 95 or more percent 
of who's watching this live right now. And what happens is there's actually been, I can literally name probably like four or five people off the top of my head who have been in one of our various coaching programs who've ended up ending their romantic relationship with their significant other. And in my head, I'm like, are we going to be known for the girl, like as the girls that break people up? This is not what it's about. We get into relationships from our broken being. And if we get into a relationship from our broken being, then we're getting into a relationship with somebody who fits with the broken version of us, which means when you go to fix the broken pieces You are now behaving differently. You're thinking differently. You're acting differently. You live differently. You want different things. So what happens is now that person you're with no longer fits because you are not being, you're refusing to be that broken person that you were. So what happens is they're either forced or scram. And I'm not even sorry about it. I want to give a huge shout out to someone who made a very courageous move this week because of that. I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if people want na- their names to be said or not, but I'm like, not talking about the details, but I'm just, I'm, I'm encouraging courageous acts that are in alignment for, for the greater good. And I know that she would like it. Okay, great. Let's Veronica see. Silva, I want to give you a huge shout out because you know what? Like, look. If it's not in alignment, let it go. And I was in a relationship like this too. Can I, can I finish yes, my so. like uh, train of thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what happens is we say it, we've said it before. You either grow together or you grow apart. And there is somebody very specific in our community that this has recently happened to where her husband said to her, I don't like, uh, he said, you're, you've been acting very differently the last couple months. Oh, surprise. She joined the inner circle a couple months ago. So she's working on becoming the best version of her mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, all of all the buckets. And when that happens, your significant other has a choice and it's not up for you to choose. They can choose Looks like you're going a positive direction for yourself. Maybe I should take notes and jump on that train with you. Or I'm going to choose to feel uncomfortable because your growth, your personal growth and development makes me feel very insecure and uncomfortable. So now it's your fault that I feel this way. And now I don't like who you've become. I can't. No puedo. No puedo. So that's done. I'm done with my train of thought. What starts in chaos ends in chaos. But mm. you know, for anybody who is say on, it louder for the people in the back. What starts in chaos ends in chaos. And if you going back to what you were saying, like if you get into a relationship from a broken place, you're going to attract a broken person. Now that doesn't mean that it cannot be fixed. It just means that if you get on a quest of self-development and empowerment and self-fulfillment, they have to get on that quest too. And not just because they see you do it, but it has to come from within. And this is the issue that so many people who I know 
because I'm working with some of you guys who are on a quest. You under you now have an awareness that where you're at is broken and you want to fix it. But what they're doing is not coming from an authentic place. And they can have resentment. If they feel like you're forcing them. Or it's just going to be fake. And then five years later, you're going to be like, how did I not see it? I'm like, should have listened to me. I said it. Well, yeah. And, and you can't force somebody to do anything. So if you're trying to force your significant other on board, I want to shout out uh, Stacy and Nicole. Yeah. You guys, like, what had happened was, and this, is, this happens often, is when both, both partners want to improve themselves. And that's a beautiful thing. Sometimes one does and one doesn't. But one will begin a journey where the other is skeptical. Oh, you've tried so many things already. What's going to be different about this one? You're going to fail again. You're blah, 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 blah. Not supportive. Or they are trying to do something else to improve themselves, which is great. The not supportive person in the beginning is going to be the person you either they're going to be pretending to do what you're doing, but not actually like it. And maybe you're forcing or like pushing, pushing your encouragement on them rather than letting them decide that they want to do that. Then they become resentful because they feel like you're forcing me to do this stuff. And ultimately it's their choice regardless, but it's your fault because you're the one that started the journey. Um, so you can't force somebody to want it, but Somebody can go along with it, not being maybe their first choice initially, but then begin to fall in love with it. So each, like, it's a case by case. But the beautiful thing that, that happens is you let your results speak for themselves, and then your partner has a choice. Don't try to force them to do anything. Oh my God, this program is amazing. You have to do it. Unless, like, that's the kind of relationship that you have and you know they'll be like, okay. But if they're resistant, you can't just push them into it. You have to let your results speak for themselves. You don't even need to use your words. They'll watch. They'll see. And then they have a choice. Ooh, okay. So we were at a workshop this weekend. And, and I, I just had, like, uh, deja vu. is like when you go back to, like, a, a previous moment in your life. But anyways, do you remember the dude who was saying, I have this smoking hot wife who's currently my assistant and blah, blah, blah. Was he the one in the back? Yeah. Yeah. So there was this guy and I don't, I really don't know why he had to say I have this smoking hot wife. It was funny that um, it's just Brandon funny. responded that way too. But um, he's like, you're smoking hot wife. <laughs> yeah. So this guy came came to the workshop that we were in and he was talking about so this guy owns his own business and his wife is currently his assistant and he's like I keep on telling her that she just needs to start her own business what like how do yes. I approach this situation yeah. so then yeah. I, I so then, that. so then, our mentor's response to him was, "Well, have you ever taken the time to consider that maybe 
what you think that your smoking hot wife's goals should be are not actually what your smoking wife wants. <laughs> yeah. And then they were talking about this concept that I want to share with you guys. The whole time he was talking, I was like, you can't tell her what she wants to do. That doesn't work. That works 0% of the time, 100% of the time. When you tell somebody what they want to do. So you were thinking about the concept. So, you know, the concept of alignment. So for one, and I, and I say this all the time, I have this theory that the reason why most people are unfulfilled and unhappy is because they don't actually know what they want in life. They just got wrapped up in, in the busyness of life when instead of taking the time to actually set an intention and figure out whatever it is that they want. Now, if you're in a relationship, you have to get in conversation with regards to what it is that your significant other wants as well and how you can support them in the pursuit of that. And because most people don't even do it for themselves, mm. imagine how many people actually do it as a couple. Mm. So then there is misalignment. Because let's say if one person is a go-getter, they choose to work on themselves, the other one doesn't, then, you know, the go-getter will probably have resentment towards the other because you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like they're slacking and the other person is probably going to want even more of you. I don't know if you guys ever noticed it in, in your relationship, but I know that to me it happened previously where it's like, when you're on a quest for something and your significant other realizes that, that they are not the only thing, now they want you even more. They become more clingy, they become more codependent, and you're like, back off, back off, back off. And they're like, I need more, I need more, I need more. And that's why like there a lot of disagreements arise because how you want to spend your time is different than how they want to spend their time. And this is why this conversation is so, so important. You said that this happened recently. Recently? Yeah. With us? I don't know. You said this happened to me recently, and I'm like trying to think through my oh, head. Oh, no. Hmm. I, I don't recall. <laughs> okay. Then thanks for calling me out previously, not recently. Okay. I'm like, I don't recall. Please fill me no, in. No, 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 no. <laughs> so... You guys, and like we said, we are no relationship experts, but hold on. Maybe. We don't have any certifications. However, by, by whose definition it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something? How many hours have... Out of five years, have we been in a very good, positive, quality relationship? How many hours are in five years? Six years. Five years. Five years. How many hours are in five years? Where's your phone? Where's your phone? How many hours? Thousand hours in five years. I'm calling myself a fucking expert. Wait. Okay? What's 
So do because we've been through some shit storms. Twenty four times three. We've six. been single, known each other. We've been dating, known each other. We've been in a relationship, known each other. We've been dating, married. <laughs> okay, what do I do, mathematician? So, twenty four times three six five. Four times three six five. Times five. Times five years. Oh yeah, we are forty three thousand and eight hundred hours. I am an expert. Two times. Four times. Four I was thinking times. I was thinking twenty thousand hours. Four four expert. I am a four time expert in relationships. But you guys, everything that we're sharing with you is based off of our experience. Carrie so, gave us the answer. Mel so, gave us the answer. You guys are so smart and quick. Thank you guys for your response. But but you know the relationship that we're in, like we are practicing everything that we're telling you. And it wasn't before in our previous relationships. What? I don't want to cut you off. No, that's it. And don't fool yourself in thinking that our life is perfect. When was the last time I hurt your feelings and made you cry? On Sunday, actually in front of people. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. And we were at the workshop. That's it. But we, every breakdown leads to a breakthrough. Yes, if you handle it right. Yep. Every breakdown has the potential to lead to a breakthrough, if handled correctly. Now, it, and when was the last time you hurt my feelings and made me cry? When? I'm very bad at remembering the actual days of these things. But I can say it wasn't that long ago. It's probably like a week within ago. a week. Within a week. You guys, every single week there's something that happens where we hurt each other's feelings somehow. Every single week. Yeah. So that's 52 times a year at minimum. <laughs> and the only trick is learning how to communicate, how to navigate humility, how to put yourself in the other person's shoes, how to care for that person respectfully and mm -hmm. say, how do we get through this in a positive way rather than let it destroy us? Now, the number one thing you have to know is, is that person worth? I don't ever expect that we're going to be perfect. I don't ever expect every day to go perfect. Even as we get better at this, there's still going to be something I say out of my asshole that looks like a mouth. Um, there's going to be something that I don't consider, <laughs> you know, and I say or, you know, say without thinking, um, you know, that hurts. Or there's going to be some kind of mis miscommunication or misunderstanding. It happens all the time. But what you can get better at is getting through those things quicker expressing them with with more respect and kindness and learning how to get through and grow together and these breakdowns that we have together as a couple like on sunday for example but it we're is, probably gonna have to wrap this up soon yeah just but time. it is for the purpose of of the greater good so Always. like on sunday when I did this, I, huh? when I brought this thing up to your attention, 
it was for the purpose of both of us rising together. Yeah. And that is something that, you know, it's not about hurting one another. It's about having like just full transparency and open-mindedness for the sake of raising one another together. Because if you are not in a position where you can be your best self, then you can't be your best self for them either. And that is why transparency and communication is so important. And that is why this is not about hurting their feelings or your feelings being hurt. It's what is your intention and are you heading in that direction? And if not, what do you need to do about it? Because what ends up happening with most people is that they end up taking up so much baggage, like they voluntarily pick up so much baggage when they don't need to, or the garbage can gets full and it rips, or they just drag that shit around from one street to the next. Like a tired Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> like a tired awake, tired Santa Claus. I'm trying to paint the picture. Like what's the point of going back, like back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to set an intention. You guys, yesterday we talked about the five buckets and time being the most limited, like, resource that you ever will have and currently have. And the question is, is what are you going to do about it? Like, what are you willing to take on and for what purpose? Sometimes you have to take a little bit of baggage for the sake of the greater good. Like, for example, um... I think it was Daisy who was telling me that like when her wife went to law school, she was working two jobs for the sake of the greater good. So temporarily she, she, she picked up extra, you know, I wouldn't say baggage, but more responsibility, but it is draining you um, for the sake of the greater good. So like you have to set goals together for the greater good Make sure that you're being intentional about it when something happens that, you know, disrupts that intention. Talk about it immediately, solve the issue, and then move forward. But if the significant other is not in a state that allows you to converse and open up about it, then you got to ask yourself, is this holding me back from my own pursuit of greatness? If so... How much am I willing to tolerate? Because yeah. again, the more you're going to tolerate, the more it's going to bring you down. And is it worth it? Yeah. And that goes for any relationship, honestly. There are a lot of people that have also codependency, which I've also experienced. It is shitty. I, like feeling like you're walking on eggshells because something you might say or something you want to do for yourself or heaven forbid then offends them or hurts their feelings or something or you know it's um i'm trying to think of the difference because you and i are inseparable we want to go everywhere together we want to do 98 percent of things together but i don't feel like 
I depend on you for my happiness. You make my life way better and I'm extremely happy. And I don't want to even try to imagine it without you. But at the same time, I'm very good with me. Yeah, I like can, I just went for a run and you yes. like sat on the beach and drank coffee. Yeah, great. And we understand our roles. We understand. And I think it's just the individual. If you're a healthy person going into a relationship, if you're two, two healthy, mentally and emotionally healthy people going into a relationship, you're going to have a healthy relationship. And a lot of that comes down to not take a lot of that comes down to the four agreements. Simple as that. If you both read the four, it should be like a, we can start a, a relationship uh, building course and it starts with the four. Both y'all have to read the four agreements five times and swear to abide by the agreements. I think that we should wrap it up because I'm pretty sure that checkout was uh, 13 minutes ago and we need to get our stuff together. So yeah, we need to take a shower. <laughs> um, so thank you guys. Are you, do you have anything else that you wanted to add? Uh, no, just, just housekeeping stuff. Okay. Tomorrow we have a very, very powerful and empowering special guest. Um, Dude, this woman has a story. It's, it's actually going to be our very first international guest, uh, all the way straight up from the Middle East in Dubai. Uh, Mariam Alali. This this chick is phenomenal. Um, Grand Cardone licensee and John Maxwell certified coach. She's she's. Um, She's got a story to share and she's going to empower you 100%. And she's going to make you believe in yourself and how you can achieve anything it is that you want. So just a reminder that interview days are at 6 a.m. Pacific time. So we'll be dropping the link later on today so that you can join this conversation. It's going to be an extremely powerful one. Also... We are having a live event in March, March 18th to the 21st, and tickets are live. So if you know that you want to have a badass weekend with some badass people, then you need to, what do they need to do? Where do they get a hold of what? You can find, <laughs> you can find the post that we made yesterday. Uh, and just comment that you're interested in more information if that is something. You can read through it, see if, if that interests you, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. Um, but, you know, there's a there's power in being live. Um, there's certain things about what we do and our lives and how we communicate and how we relate to each other and, and what the things that come out of our mouth that you get to see and experience um, that is impossible to get virtually. So if that's something that you're looking for, as well as, of course, other things that we're going to make sure you leave with so that you feel like you have actions that you can take immediately when you go home um, to start applying to your own personal goals, um, we want to help you with that as well. So um, if you have interest, go find that post, comment on that post. We'll uh, be reaching out to you then via uh, Facebook Messenger. So... Keep an eye on your Facebook Messenger, and if we're not friends, then it will show up in some weird request thing. So go check that. If you commented, 
Um, we will be reaching out to you at some point within the next few days to give you more information. Um, so that's where they would go for that. We've already got four people committed fully. Um, and there's a limited number of tickets. So if you are interested, go find that post. Um, it's in the announcements. It's in right? the announcements. And then drop a comment in there. Amen. Cool. Great. Take action, you guys. The main house is almost fully booked, by the way. The more you snooze, the more you, I'll leave you the rest to finish the word. Because <laughs> that word is not spoken publicly here. But seriously, start becoming a fast decision maker. And that's how you start living life on the fast lane. Um, it's going to be absolutely epic. We're going to wow the shit out of you guys because that's what we like to do. So, yeah, we hope to see as many of you guys there. Have a great day, you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember... Life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.